Hello, everybody, and welcome to My God Stories. So thankful you're with me today. Today's episode is called The Suffering Complexes. You know, as, as I've told you guys before, I don't ever really feel like I do a good job of these titles, but you could call this so many things, The Suffering Syndrome, The Sins of Suffering. You know, as you've listened to my stories over the, the last year or so, you, you know, you will see that, that for some reason God has allowed suffering to be a big part of my life, and God has taught me so much through suffering. And, you know, as if the Lord leads, I've often considered maybe writing a devotional or a book or maybe even doing a podcast on just suffering. But today, uh, in today's episode, it's, it's really just a list um, that I made of, of the byproducts of suffering when we allow sin to get involved, when we allow wrong thinking. It's really, this is a list of, of bewares, you know, just to be on guard about. And, you know, I think that these are so vital. And the thing about this list that I made today is I am guilty of every single one of these. And, you know, some of these are a little redundant maybe. You know, they are very closely related, maybe just a little little different flavor. But, you know, I don't know. You may or may not be in the midst of suffering right now. But as believers, we are going to go through suffering. And sometimes that suffering is a much greater degree uh, than other times. But nevertheless, I believe that we are all susceptible. In this flesh that we are cloaked in, we are all susceptible of going through and experiencing these suffering complexes. I want to just share this thinking with you today. And, and you know, I, like I said, if you're not experiencing suffering today, one day you will, and, and maybe this list of, um, of suffering complexes, I hope it helped you to be on guard as, as you walk through your journey with the Lord. The first one I wrote is called, Lord, Have I Not Suffered Enough? You know, I believe the root of this is simply it's self-pity. It's fed by discouragement, and it results in the avoidance and the withdrawal from God and other people. You know, um, I remember this being such a strong one. It's, it's just continually asking God, Lord, when is this going to be over? Have I not suffered enough, Lord? And, uh, you know, all these are a very tough place to find yourself in. I don't know if any of them is, is tougher than the other. The second one is, look how easy their life is. You know, it is a resentment and an envy of others. You know, as you perceive that their life, lives of other people are unhindered, which I'm going to tell you what, I don't even think that's really a thing. The truth is, we never really know what is truly going on in the lives of other people. You know, we are very good at, at faking it. We are very good at putting on our best face and our best smile and talking about how wonderful things are. But I'm telling you, you know, when, when we get into a place of suffering, we have to be on guard of comparing our lives with the lives of other people. You know, we take our focus off the Lord and we put it on everything else because really the only true uh, safe place in all this is keeping our focus on the Lord. The next one is, look how much I have suffered. You know, it is a minimizing and a discounting of the suffering of others. 
You know, I'm going to tell you, and I, like I said earlier, I'm so guilty of all these. You know, this is really a root. The root of this is, is spiritual pride. You know, we are, you know, passing judgment on another person's trial. You know, we start to look at ourselves and, and, and draw the attention on ourselves. We want to compare our suffering and our hardship on the lives of other people. You know, I, I'm guilty. I, I remember sitting you know, and, and around a group of people and listening to someone really go on about their suffering. And I find myself in my heart going, man, that's not suffering. Let me tell you about suffering, which is absolutely wrong and sinful. The next one I call the suffering island. You know, it's the no one understands. You know, this complex, it pushes you towards the results of the first one. You know, self-pity, avoiding and withdrawing from God and other people. You know, you feel like that no one understands. You know, it's more of, haven't I suffered enough? And we isolate ourselves. We separate ourselves from other people. And I'm going to tell you, this one, this complex, is really a place where the enemy can have his way with you because you're isolated. You're, you're not sharing your heart with other people. You're not feeding off other people's faith. You don't have anyone around you that is encouraging you and trying to help you. And that I call as the suffering island. The next one is this distorted view of God. And I'm going to tell you, this can allow bitterness and anger in your heart. And, and your attitude is, Lord, you are mishandling me, God. You know, we think the Lord is being too hard on us. You know, I always remember one devotional by Oswald Chambers, and it talks about how sometimes we perceive the Lord as a, as a harsh taskmaster or an unkind friend. And we just begin to feel sorry for ourselves, and we start to get bitter and angry because we think the Lord is pushing it too far. The next one is an entitlement or of, you know, God, I have suffered, therefore I deserve. You know, God, you owe me. You know, I think about Job and, and how much he suffered and how much he lost. But, you know, at the end of the book of Job, Job's heart was not, hey, God, you took all my livestock. I need you to double that. You took all my kids. I need you to double that. That was not his heart. Job's heart was, I've heard about you, Lord, but now I have seen you. And out of God's goodness and his grace, he restored Job. And Job will restore us too, but we do not need to take on this attitude of entitlement or having all these selfish expectations. Another complex is called living in the past and the future. You know, it's being overcome with, and it's a constant focusing on why, God? You know, when, God, when are you going to deliver me? Why have you allowed this in my life? You know, look, it's good to be introspective. It's good to bring our concerns before the Lord. I know in, in the last few uh, episodes that I've recorded, a lot of it is, is I've just had a lot to, to think about. And God, will you show me this? Help me understand this. But my attitude was not that of, you owe me, God. And so being careful of, of keeping our focus on the Lord and not our circumstances is something we need to be careful of. Another complex is self-exaltations. 
You know, I should be lifted up among men. I have something to say and something to offer. This is also spiritual pride. And this is, you know, when we know a lot about something, you know, our old flesh and our pride wants to sit up and say, man, why don't you ask me about that? I can tell you about that. I know more about that than the next guy. And that is simply spiritual pride. And it's an exalting of self, which is totally wrong. The last one is an an overvaluing of self, making us the centerpiece of suffering and not God. You know, that is more spiritual pride, which is, is so horrible. Spiritual pride can just ruin our lives. And I'm going to tell you what, people sense that. They don't want anything to do with that, and it repels people. And I tell you, being on guard of spiritual pride is something that we need to really keep our eyes on and and be flexible before the Lord. Let him show you if you have spiritual pride in your life. And, you know, like I said before I started, I know a lot of these seem closely related. They're just a different flavor, but they are all poisonous They all distract us from what God is doing, and they all can get in our lives, and they can hinder our walk with the Lord. They can poison us. They can make us bitter and angry, and they can have their way with us. And we have to just, we just have to look through the eyes of grace. We, you know, that is one of the greatest things about grace, and I'm so thankful that God has given me a level of understanding about grace is because, look, we are going to fail every day. We're going to miss the mark every day. And if we don't have an understanding of grace where we embrace really who we are, how weak we are, how fallible we are, and then we can say, yes, I get it. I know how weak I am, but I know that God looks upon me based on what Jesus did, not what I do every day. And I'll tell you, when you grasp that in your spiritual walk with the Lord, man, and you, as Jerry Bridges says, as we preach the gospel of grace to ourselves every day, we can overcome all these suffering complexes. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for being with me today. As always, I hope that these words touch your heart and encourage you and warn you against this old flesh that we fight every day. I look forward to our next episode where God gives me the physical strength to obey the next directive in my life.